Dan Fogelberg's tribute to Dad, the leader of the band. Quarter past 8 o'clock, WILI with sun and 65 degrees on Main Street. And I've got the leader of the band this morning. The Litvar Band, based in Romantic Willimantic. They are made up of Rex Thurston, Joe Lemieux, and Violet Falkowski, and they have a single that'll be debuting today. Gentlemen, good morning. Thanks for coming in today, and let me just give a little background here that about 15 years ago, there was an elementary school band called the Beagles. They played on Third Thursday. They had a radio in-studio appearance. They all had little lime green t-shirts on that said the Beagles on it. Well, Joe has graduated from that into this band called the Litvar Band. Joe, give a little background of you and how that set the stage for what you are eventually doing now. Um, I'm Joe, by the way. I feel like when I was very little doing the Beagles, all the toys I really had to play with were the drums that my dad had lying around. So I kept doing that. And then out of high school and like doing various solo projects and whatnot, I ended up running into Rex and Violet. And we kind of just ended up falling into Litvar, and it's been going pretty well. And Rex, what's your musical background? You were not in the Beagles, right? No, no, but me and Violet, okay, we were in a band together for a while, probably three, four years, it feels like, um, which was called Eel People. Um, that was that was like around high school. But before then, I had no actual projects that I was, I was just kind of working by myself. All right, Joe, so tell us about this current incarnation called the Litvar Band. First off, what does Litvar mean? Why'd you pick that name for the band? So Litvar is a combination of two words, light and variation, and also we just wanted to make up a word. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty weird. Everyone wants to know what it means. Yeah. It isn't really a word, but it is just like light and variation. And uh, But I, I, got, I got it from like a Japanese... Uh, composition for an anime. It was like part of like a soundtrack, and it just said lit, and then in parentheses var, and I just thought that sounded pretty cool. So lit var is a three-piece pop rock band based out of romantic Willimantic. Rex, how do you describe the type of music that you play? This this single that we we were just released is is like our kind of like big last moment with rock and roll. And I feel like we're kind of moving in other directions with like electronic music and and a know. little more like acoustic piano driven, still like upbeat yeah. pop. But we spent a good part of 2021 specifically playing so many shows in Connecticut and like people's basements, like turned up really loud. And this is kind of our like salute to that year yes. of playing big rock and roll basement shows and just this this year we actually we drove out to LA on tour and we recorded a collection of 12 songs that's going to be our next album and this is kind of like our transition piece it's not going to be on the newest album it's our transition piece of like our classic Litvar first album rock and roll sound going to a little bit more of a polished pop rock territory exactly yeah this Willimantic-based band, as he said, has toured across the U.S., charted on college radio, amassed over 100,000 Spotify streams, and now they're back with a brand-new single, which is releasing today, called No One Tastes Like You. How to describe what this song is like and what it's about? 
it's uh it's definitely like a love song in its simplest form to me uh me and violet were proofreading the lyrics together while we were traveling um on that two-month tour in the van and it was like it was really like it was really just a really fun time writing the lyrics together because we we had a very simple prompt for it and a lot of memories to put into it um but there's a lot of funny ways I could put it, but I'd rather choose the sincere way. It's just, it's just a very kind song recalling good memories of a relationship that you can't really return to. Litvar with the song No One Tastes Like You. That video, which I'm playing right now from YouTube, is significant for another reason. That the video was shot not just in downtown Willimantic for the most part, but right behind our building, right there on the railroad tax, tracks. Joe, what was the inspiration behind shooting the video right here by the tracks? Honestly, it's, I mean, you know the Willimantic tracks back there. It's very grungy, you know. Um, and we kind of, in this song, it's kind of like I said, our goodbye to that like basement show rock and roll era that we were doing. And we kind of wanted it to feel a little bit dirty and a little bit like home. But also like that is where, you know, Joe like had a lot of concerts like outdoors when you were doing like Psych Shack Joe. Yeah. So like this, is, it was very like fitting. I also went to Act High School, which is right there at the parking lot. I even parked in to go to high school. I mean, like, a lot of stuff has happened where this video was shot. So yeah. it's fitting to, like, have this song be shot there, you know? Exactly. I think a lot of people that see the video from around here are going to recognize many, if not all, of the scenes that the song is shot. You just go to YouTube, Litvar, L-I-T-V-A-R is the band's name, and this single, which is being officially released today, No One Tastes Like You, is what it is called. Guys, tell me about the challenge of trying to become a nationally known act. And as I said, 100,000 Spotify streams shows that you've made a dent nationally. In this day and age, how do you go about doing it? And what's the role of the web at all that? Now, the internet still remains a great mystery, I think, to all of us and how to like actually get out there and be known. But I think that something that's helped us and really helped us get a lot of fans that have been really great and just honestly people would become close with it just kind of being honest and not trying to you know pretend to be anything that we're not and just be like this is what our song is about this is where we were at when we wrote it and that's really seemed to resonate with a lot of people who consider themselves big lit far fans 
Obviously, you recorded this video several months ago. It does look colder than it is right now, but yet you're saying that the single, No One Tastes Like You, is being released today. How do you go about releasing a single? What does that mean in this day and age? When I began in this business, they would send a record vinyl to the radio station, and then somebody would call up and say, hey, play my song, or whatever the case is. That's not the way it works these days. So what does being officially released today mean in this digital age? Uh, it means that it's on Spotify, it's on all the streaming services, it's like available to listen to on the internet, Yeah, on the World Wide Web. Because I guess now we've kind of like gotten to a point with listening to music where everyone, we expect it to be ready at our fingertips, which is kind of like, it makes it a little tougher to make money, but we find that, you know, we kind of make up for that in that, you know, we play a lot of shows, we go out and meet people like that. But the process of getting the song out there, I mean, we recorded this in March, and then there's a couple months of editing online with people, of getting the final mix together, getting it mastered, shooting the video. It really took about two or three months before everything was all finally put together. And that's to quick. Like, that's really fast yeah. because it's just one song. Yeah, compared to the album. The album is, it's, it's a lot of work. It's, it's the most two work we've ever times done. 12. Yeah. <laughs> it's like two months twelve. So... Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Remember, when I was a kid growing up, I would buy Beach Boy songs on vinyl on 45s. What does releasing an album in 2022 mean? Does it does it just come as like a download of 12 songs that you put on your device? Well, it comes out in like a the single process. Like you, you release, like people release like in different ways. But I, I mean, one thing that I really find to be the most common is that people just release a few singles every month or so, like one single a month until, you know, they reach maybe five singles and they're like, all right, we'll drop the album, you know, or they, whatever they want to do. Some people drop the album after one single or just drop an album with no warning, like Harry Styles or something. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta be pretty big to do that. Yeah. Joe, you're the drummer for the Litvar band, the guy that has the drum set set up next to the railroad tracks behind the radio station here. Uh, is, is drumming in your DNA? Is drumming in your genes? Where'd you get that talent from? Well, I never actually learned the right way to drum, a lot of people will tell me. But again, my dad, like I said earlier, he's always drummed. He's always had drums around. It's kind of like my toys. And so that's just really how I picked it up. And for a while, I was having a hard time finding the right band to drum with and people that I could really just, like, get along with. But when I first started playing with Rex, Rex is actually originally a drummer. And I think that on Rex's guitar playing, we were able to get so in sync that I was kind of able to find someone that I could really feel comfortable drumming with all the time. And Rex, what's your guitar background? Who was your inspiration, your mentor that taught you how to play as well as you play now? Uh, Andy McKee. He's a he's an acoustic guitarist. He's my hero. He he doesn't sing or anything. He just plays acoustic guitar, but in the most unique way that I had ever seen when I was about ten. I saw him for the first time uh, live and uh, shook his hand. And he's just uh, he does this percussive, melodic, harmonic chord stuff like at the same time. Um, and it made me realize that you can, I mean, you can just the way he put it was like he writes songs for the things that he can't say. Like he, the, his his music is like to mean something that he couldn't have the words to because it's all instrumental. 
And your third member couldn't make it with us today. Violet Falkowski is the bass player for the band. Tell us what she brings to the table. I think Violet is the sugar. Yeah, she like she is like the vocal harmonizing, like the bass, and she also writes with with us very heavily on like what things mean, what like our songs like have weight to, and she she really is like that really like important part of our songwriting right now. The first record that Rex and I did, it was just the two of us, and it kind of just happened out of COVID. It hit. And we were like, all right, we're going to make a record. And when it came time to us, like, we wanted to be a band. We wanted to do shows. We wanted to do a big, much better, bigger sounding record. Like, we had to bring in Violet. And I think she's such an important part of what we're really excited about with all the new music that we've got coming. Rex, as we said, that you've toured the country, played over 60 shows in 20 states. What's that like playing out of your comfort zone? People know you around here. They might not know you once you leave the state. So how do you get the word out you're going to be performing? And what kind of reaction did you get when you performed in some of these other states? Getting the word out is pretty tough. A lot of the time, honestly, because of our size at the moment, we just kind of rely on the act of surprising like just kind of being a new band because every no one's going to really know who we are when we show up in like an open mic in phoenix or something like that um but it's honestly my favorite part of the trip like traveling is really not fun but actually playing shows and being in places i've never been and being somebody nobody knows and trying to sell this music feels so easy because i have the utmost confidence and my friends, and my band. Like, I, I know we're going to nail it every night. But you'll be back in state tomorrow night performing at the Rock House School of Music in Waterford. Joe, tell me more about that performance tomorrow night. So it is, it's in Wallingford, and um, we're really excited. It's going to be free, all-ages show, and we're going to be, you know, playing the new song live as well as some other new songs. Um we're actually going to be having a couple physical copies of the song too, that we're only doing for that one show. We're going to have 25 CDs and we're playing with a couple of really cool local bands. That we're good friends with vertigo and tears fall down. And more than anything, it's just, I think kind of going to be like a celebration of like, we actually did it. Here's our song and it's out. And let's have a good time. Yep. Do you do all of your original music, or in the show, do you also maybe cover a few other songs that people perhaps might recognize? I don't think we've ever played a cover live. I don't think we cover music typically. I mean, like, I think once or twice we cover acoustic, acoustically. Yeah. If this show it calls for acoustic. Oh, sorry, that's my alarm. <laughs> Well, guys, uh, congratulations on your success. It's obviously, it's gone beyond the local area. And again, if people want to see this single, which comes out today, the official release, No One Tastes Like You, just go to YouTube, type in Litvar, L-I-T-V-A-R, No One Tastes Like You, and the music is great, but also the visuals in the video, all shot in romantic, Willimantic, including a lot of shots right behind the radio station here at 720 Main Street, Willimantic. Thanks for joining me today, and best of luck to you guys in your musical career. Thank you so much, Wayne. Yeah, thanks, Wayne. Have a good one. Rex Thurston, Joe Lemieux from the Lipvar Band, joining us this morning on WILI.